always spooked by the asteroids around me. But then I had lucked out with three chums that found me. We gotta go see these mechanicals at the center of the universe. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the Welcome to this episode of The Butcher, Baker, and Candlemaker in Space. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm The Butcher. Joining me tonight is Baker. How to do. And Pantagruelia. Hey, space friends. So, I don't know if anybody noticed, but uh, Hello Games announced a new really awesome-looking game called Light No Fires. I didn't hear about it. No, yeah, it, it was kind what? of under the radar. <laughs> I'm kidding. I watched that trailer a dozen times, like over and over and over. Uh, I'm watching it right now. Yeah. I actually do have it on silent so I can stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, 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 it's so exciting. So, you know, it, it's very clear from looking at this that – you know, they've taken all the stuff that they've learned how to do in No Man's Sky and, you know, turned it into its own unique fantasy survival game. And it it's absolutely gorgeous. Evidently, the scale is just, you know, well, as from what Sean Murray says, it's the size of Earth. Um, yeah. Oh my god! So is it? Are they doing another? Um, oh my god! What is it called? Procedural generated? Because surely they didn't do that to a whole planet. God, imagine the time it would take. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure exactly. You know, uh, we we only have a, a trailer to watch to really get any information from. So it's it's hard to really know exactly what's going on, but. What they do show us is epic, um, but I think the, you know, from a scale perspective, it's it's probably pretty close to the scale of No Man's Sky, which is insanely massive, but all concentrated onto one one planet. So there's no interplanetary travel, um, but. You know, the planet itself is absolutely massive. And so it's a multiplayer game, which, you know, uh, with Hello Games, I have to imagine that it's probably also uh, cross-platform. But the... It would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, it shows people swimming in the ocean or lake. I couldn't tell. Um, and... You know, he says there's mountains that are not video game mountains, but, you know, bigger than real mountains. <clears throat> so, you know, it might take you, you know, three days riding your dinosaur to get to the top of the mountain. God, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. 
Riding your dinosaur or flying your dinosaur mount? Yeah. No, no, no. It doesn't fly. You got the most useless, like Komodo dragon type lumbering. The mountain's not very big. <laughs> you just got a slow ass <laughs> dinosaur. Uh, um, giant birds that you can ride. Definitely yeah. exciting. Yeah, they had stuff. me at, at rideable birds. <laughs> so exciting. Well, I was looking at them. So, okay, so exciting. When that trailer first started and I was watching it, I was like, oh, shit. No Man's Sky is getting like some kind of strange like graphical update or something. Or we're getting like a, I don't know what's going on here. And then I saw it was a whole new game. But it still feels like No Man's Sky. When I'm watching it, the, a lot of the things that I'm looking at, it has the same mechanics. Mm-hmm. So like, I wonder, I do wonder if it was built on the same engine. And is it, if we could possibly get some of these same things. Over into No Man's Sky. Because, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind something dragon-like to fly around on that's got a little bit more control. Yep. That'd be fun. Yeah, um, and, I mean, they're they're still beautiful. talking about, uh, you know, the 2024 updates. Uh, so definitely some exciting stuff there. Looks like we're going to get the, uh, the new space stations, uh, some new ships. Exciting yeah, stuff. they're calling it evolution, which makes me and the way that you fly out of that station, the station looks very, um, it, it looks alive, mm-hmm. like it looks like yeah. So I'm I'm really hoping that it's like the next stage of autophage is living space stations. Mm-hmm. That'd be so cool. Yeah, it would be. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Uh, you know, one one of the things that uh, kind of piqued my interest, uh, there's the uh, Rabbit Warriors in Light No Fire. Uh, there's a, a scene where you, you know, where you're following these characters that are walking into a courtyard and all these, you know, bunny warriors are, you know, are bowing um, and... Uh, they look like what? they're like they're uh, heavily armed little rabbits. I was for sure that Did you I... spotted that first, Jen, because I was like, "Oh man, are Jen's... you kidding me?" I was th- as soon no, as I saw no, that, I, I was like, "There's no it. way that Jen's not going to want to play as that." <laughs> oh my That's gosh! Awesome. Oh no, no, I just thought. <gasps> <laughs> exactly. Aren't they it's awesome? Just yeah, yeah. It's at one minute thirty, and. Oh my gosh. They've got little backpacks and so can I play as a rabbit warrior? Like I love those medieval drawings of rabbits where they're like, you know, spearing people and yeah. you know, fighting. I I really want to do that. No, I didn't see this part. It's so it's so short and I didn't even notice. I was still like I was still I think blinded by the thought of riding things because they had just come from like showing me that they had wings and stuff dragons flying dinosaurs i want all of it (laughs) the logo made me oh sorry i was just gonna say the, the the big downfall is that we don't have a date so there's no no clue as to how long before this game comes out I want it to be on, on like a, a console though, because you master race folks are going to get it before me. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> I have a feeling that it'll, God, for one, for the love of God, Hello Games, hold off until it's finished. Uh, but for two, I feel like it's going to be cross-platform and they're going to do it all at once. Because I feel like they got their shit down. And if it's on the same engine, you know, that's that's speculation, obviously. But man, just watching it made me think it's the same engine. Or maybe the next yeah. generation of that engine. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. I don't know if there's going to be a new um, a new Havoc engine, and it doesn't look like it's done on Unreal. So I, I have to imagine that it's probably the same one because it's a pretty robust engine. You know, they, they've been able to add uh, stuff on to, uh, to No Man's Sky and, you know, do incredible things with it. So, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same because it seems to be a pretty scalable engine. Are we going to have to like call ourselves the light, no fire friends on earth? Is that what it's got to be when that comes out? <laughs> Cause we'd have to change the name a bit to incorporate it. So how are we going to get that in there? <laughs> butcher, butcher Baker and candle maker in space and also on land. Where you do that. So I guess we don't need to change anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm very excited for this. The, I mean, the idea of have of the I love the idea of an of a mountain that would take that long to climb. I can't I hope there's a permadeath mode. I I hope oh my god. There's just I got a lot of hopes for this game. But looking at it, I just want to play it. Yeah. I'm really excited for this. Yep. We don't get we get nothing but yep, a trailer, yep, yep. not a date, nothing. Yeah. Yep. Just it's gonna you know what's gonna happen, right? They're gonna like have like a little fire emoji and then boom, it's available. And we won't have any prep. We won't have had time to book off work. It'll just drop. I can't use a fire emoji if it's light no fire you'd have to like go the opposite way or something every uh, time someone posts about it i on on facebook and in my chats and stuff i put a little fire emote under it <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i'm belligerent <laughs> like that that's good stuff <laughs> like light it. no fire oh yeah <laughs> lit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and there, you know, there's all the, you know, oh, hope they don't release it unfinished and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but the fact of the matter is, is that you know that is is so far behind them now. You know, they the games that they had released before No Man's Sky were, you know, simple little. Uh, almost side-scroller type games. And so No Man's Sky was a huge, ambitious project that they came up with. But now they've got, you know, they've gone so far beyond that, you know, they have the understanding, they have the skills, they have the assets. Um, and so I got to imagine that... Uh, you know, th this is going to come out and it's going to be, you know, epic from the start. I'm so excited. Yeah. 
Well, this all looks well, they like they learned their lesson, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'll make that joke anyway, but I make that joke about all of the companies that are owned by Sony or Microsoft or anything because they want to push that shit out. That's what happened with No Man's yeah. Sky. That's what happened with Cyberpunk. Sure. The the companies yeah. above, the you know, the big asshole CEOs above, they just want that pushed out for holidays and stuff. And they don't care if it's finished and they don't take the flack for it. The devs do. I feel like looking yeah. at the gameplay, yeah, I feel like these are game. This is a gameplay trailer and it looks good. So, like, yeah. I mean, possibly they're showing us only the best, but I mean, if that's, we're not even getting a date, then that means that, you know, they've got all the time in the world to work on it. They don't have any pressure of saying, now we got to release it by this time. So I'm fine with waiting and for a surprise. That would be great to have that surprise emoji. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. So he said that they've been working on it for five years. Holy shit. How did I miss that? <laughs> Where was that in? They've info? been sneaky. <laughs> sneaky. They've been keeping it under wraps. Yeah. Five years. Five years. It in their little rabbit packs. It looks like it, honestly. This is that's a it's a big world that I'm looking at here. Just you know, I've got a screenshot of just a guy riding a dragon or you know something riding a dragon, and I'm looking at the ground. It's like this is. It looks like I'm looking at like the rolling hills of California when I lived down there. You know, when I was south of Jackson, it looks like that. It's it's awesome. They've just like they put together an entire world here, and if it's procedurally generated, that's really fucking cool. Yeah, now, so many different kinds, so many different biomes. Uh, in the trailer, I mean, you can see, you know, deserty looking forests, mountains. Is that a balloon? Is there, do we have balloon travel in this too? <laughs> like, I just keep seeing different things. I was like, holy shit, there's a balloon over there. I think, that, well, I don't know. That could be. <clears throat> Man, okay. Who knows? I really can't. I but can't there's wait some, uh, There's some wild stuff. It's, um, yeah. So. Uh, at uh, at the game awards um you know he uh, Sean Murray had a you know got a little interview kind of a thing you know and an introduction and uh you know that that's when he said that uh you know, uh, one he couldn't believe that they've been working on uh, no man's sky for 10 years um but uh you know he said that uh that they've been working on this game for 5 years Oh, when he said the 10 year thing, I had to kind of sit back a little bit. I couldn't, uh, maybe that's why I didn't realize the other thing. Cause I was like 10. Oh my God. I remember when they announced this game. Was I, was I just barely turning 30 then? Holy Christ. That was, that's really just end up thing, man. We're still playing it. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to compare it to Skyrim, but I mean, that is like there, the fact that people are still playing it and they're still updating it. It's up there, I would think, with games that have the longevity that Skyrim does. That's crazy. I don't think we can say we're still playing it. I think we're like, I, it's a different game than it was when it started. That's what I mean. It's yeah. that's so why it's it keeps, evolved. That's why it keeps getting that currently. Totally different. What is the award it won? The, the joystick award it just won? Like current, they're the ongoing, like they're still, yeah. still adding to it. I forget what award they just won. But that's what I mean. It's like it's still well. Mm -hmm. The next one's called Evolution. They're calling the next. It's still evolving. That's just crazy. Yeah. That's insane to me. Yeah. So definitely, definitely 
excited to to see where they go with this. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, and so on. What was it? Friday the eighth. They very quietly um, released the update uh, for the expedition redos. And so the Utopia, yeah. Utopia, which, you know, going back to that one, it it seems like it's a lot more than a year ago that we played that uh, that uh, expedition. Um, yeah, it really does. And it uh, it's pretty close to a year. I mean, it's been like 11 and a half months. That thing came out um, right at the beginning of the year. It was like the the first or oh second week of January, and um, you know that's when we got introduced to the Utopia Speeder. Right. So, very cool ship. So, uh, from December eighth to the fifteenth, which will probably be done by the time I release this episode. Um, the, uh, that's the Utopia expedition. Then the 15th through the 22nd, uh, will be the redo of Singularity. And, you know, what was the grand prize in Singularity again? Uh, what was that one? Do we remember? Um, was that when we got when we met the autophage. Oh my gosh, this year is a blur. I don't yeah. think it's been that long because I think the autophage thing happened just like six months ago, didn't it? Yeah, this oh, year that... really has just been full. Yeah. Um, so that was the interceptor ships. Oh, that's where we got uh, the robot body parts. Because that's the one where you uh, you build the uh, the constructs at the uh, at the space anomaly, right? So the 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 final reward on that were the two uh, helmet heads, the robot heads, and we got right. and we got the yes, uh, yes. and the robot body parts. So we haven't had a, an expedition since then, have we? Yeah, we did. We had. Uh, um, which one was that? The last one we had was, um, the last one was Voyagers. Oh, that's right. There were parts of that I tuned out. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where we had to scan all the weird animals and and all that kind of stuff. Um, okay. Right, right. I intentionally forgot that one. Yeah. And so since we only had three expeditions this year, the four weeks of redo, they had to throw in another one. And so they are replaying cartographers, which was the very first one. And so all the players are going to get access to the golden vector. Nice. Okay, when does this start? So that's going to be December 22nd through December 29th. 
Awesome. So Sherry tipped me off to that. Um, I hadn't looked at the, uh, the calendar yet before I started doing the, uh, the uh, show prep and she had posted it in the, uh, uh, in the ASA uh, Facebook group. So I'm yes. like, Ooh. So then I looked and, and yep, sure enough, cartographers. And then the last one will be Voyagers, uh, the 29th of December through the 8th of January. <clears throat> so shortly after that, uh, we'll probably get an update. I I missed out on one of the one of the the head armors. Yeah, so that was the I one made, where you had to, you had to play it twice. Um, right. So if you did a save um, before you um, gave the the last piece to the to the robot, um, you could give him one piece and get the you know, the red helmet and then um, then reload and give him the other piece and get the blue helmet. And, right, and I did not do that. Yeah. And because because when you, whenever you complete a an expedition, the rewards are available on all your other characters. Um, so by, by doing that... Um, that uh, reload, uh, it unlocked both for all your characters. Yeah. So the uh, the Utopia Expedition, that's the one where you go to, um, to the one solar system and fly around all the different planets and help rebuild the, um, you know, the, that system. And so, you know, you start right. off on one planet, you build a, a base and get, you know, the stuff you need to, to make your ship. And then you fly to the next planet and you rebuild that one. Um, so the, the one thing to remember if you're doing the Utopia Expedition is uh, you can only craft at your base. So you have to have everything you need already built um, so that, you know, when you're out in the field, like when you go to fix your ship, you know, make sure that you've got uh, the metal plate, the um, the uh, ferrite, um, but it, it, pure ferrite, you need to have a... Um, a dihydrogen gel made up and the hermetic seal. So you've got to have all that stuff with you when you go to your ship. Otherwise, when you get there, you're like, oh, crap. And then you got to go back to your base and build the parts. Um, so the other thing to remember is that your base, you've, you've got 300U, um, you know, circle around your base computer. Uh, so you just have to get within that circle and then you can re then you can build there so you don't have to go all the way back to the computer but so this is also the expedition where we get the um uh the remote terminals where you can get uh suit upgrades ship upgrades um exocraft upgrades all that kind of stuff um 
without going back to the uh, the space anomaly. And they never really did anything with those. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting. So it's been a year and they haven't, you know, they haven't brought those into the main game at all. But here we're going to have these pieces again. Um, so. Well, they've done that a few times. I mean, there was parts for our ships that we had to build that have never come like, or they just like on that one ship that we had to put on. Yeah. For, And it's never been for another ship. We've never had the option to build it. So, I mean, <laughs> maybe it's just a one-time thing. They just had an idea, they used it, and then that's done. Yeah. Uh, so, now these things are transferable. Um, so, uh, at the beginning of the year when we had these, I, I transferred them over to uh, my Xbox character and then moved them over to a, another character on PC. And so the, they are something that you can transfer uh, between accounts. So if, if you really have a need for one. Uh, this is also the one where you have to climb a volcano. Um, oh my gosh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I loved that. That was so much fun. <laughs> so yeah, you, you, you got that to look forward to. That is how I found out that the exocrafts explode. <laughs> that was so much fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So definitely fun stuff. And, you know, there's it's, uh, you know, the, the redos are always just a little bit different. They're pared down because, you know, we when you do the original expedition, you've got six weeks to complete these things. So. They're a little more involved, mm-hmm. um, so they do a good job of of paring them down, making them doable, and in, in uh, you know just a, a day or so of playing. So, you know that that'll that'll be good when it comes to the Voyagers, uh, Baker. You can you can count on the fact that you won't have to look for the uh, the hot blooded animal and and. Uh, you know, the most fierce animal and all that kind of stuff. I have to imagine they'll probably leave that part of it out. Yeah, because it was a long time of me searching while having the song Hot Blooded running through my head. And every time I'd scan it, I'd be like, check it and see. I just can't be doing that over and over. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, so, you know, fun stuff on the horizon. It's, uh, you know, it's it it's definitely a good time to be a fan of the uh, Hello Game series. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that uh, you know we now we have you know early January to look forward to to see what the what the new crazy stuff for No Man's Sky is going to be. Well, the station, whatever that station is, Megusta. Yeah. That thing looks awesome. It looks like they combined a, a space station, um, like some kind of high-tech space station. And um, I'm going to do it again where I can never remember what those uh, places are that you land, where all the ships land on a on the ground. Oh, uh, the trade the post? Yes, it looks like they combined that. Yeah, it's, 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 
so there's a lot in there. We should also get the the last uh, part of the story of the Void Mother. So it, yeah. it could be that that's her station because Atlas has their own stations. Oh. Ooh. So it could be that the Void Mother, who is, you know, the, the Contra Atlas, um, could have her own station. Oh, my God. So I wonder, holy shit. So is this not like a sentience that evolved inside the simulation that the Atlas is running? Because the Atlas is like a computer that's just running on a planet. And that's where the whole simulation comes from. Yeah, well, so, so the Void Mother broke out. Um, so the Void Mother could be its own its own thing altogether. It's Neo. <laughs> it's Neo of the Matrix. That's what's going on here. It's, it's It managed to break out of the Matrix. I'm so excited for this. I can't wait to see how this ends. Yeah. But, yeah, so that'll be... Uh, you know, it, it'll be good that we've got the holidays to uh, keep us distracted, um, you know, mm-hmm. so that we don't have to dwell on the fact that, you know, it's still another four weeks away before we uh, get anything new. So, Baker, what have you been doing? Well, I was about to say, it's like, all I do is collect moats anyway. Like, right now, I'm like on one, on my main character, I'm collecting moats still. And I've got most of the things that I want unlocked, unlocked. And I can only use a few of them on that character, but it's like, I feel like I got to do it. I don't, I can't just leave them or leave them locked just because. So I got to do it. And then I'm going to start working on building like the ultimate, like cool looking staff. Cause I feel like I could get some, if I mix and mass parts, I can find the thing I really like. And then if you build them in different places, you get different colors. And that Atlantid glow that comes from the one is just, Real nice. No. Um, so I'm going to start working on that pretty soon. But right now it's just moat grinding. So <laughs> on my permadeath character, I just got to the point where where the autophage sent me an email. And they're like, hey, you want to want chit chat? So I'm getting ready to go there. Nice. Yeah. So I just installed the... Uh, Oh my god! I'm talking. I hate the names they give to shit in this game because <laughs> um, <laughs> I never remember any of it. Uh, the thing on my staff, I'm, I built that so I can go search for them. Or did I do that on my my main character? Oh my god! See, I cannot keep this shit together. <sighs> I don't remember. Honestly, don't remember where I'm at because there's something you build on your staff, and it shows you when you it shows you where from space where to find the autophage. Or you, or even oh, on a planet it's the, um, the the polyphonic something or other. <laughs> yeah, it's that thing, isn't it? I'm it's pretty sure. Polyphonic yeah. something. Oh my gosh! I, I believe I'm the, at the part on Permadeath where I have that installed. That thing. But you're right. It's polyphonic. Oh, nice. <sighs> I don't. Yeah, I know you got me wondering what the name is. I can't remember now. <laughs> Well, anyway, polyphonic I got the... core. Yes, yes. So that thing. I mean, I do tend to forget I have it. Like when I go looking for these guys, I'll go like searching around trying to find a place to land, and then and then you know flash the my scanner, and they show up, and then I remember oh yeah I've got something that actually shows me exactly <laughs> where they are. Why am I doing this? Um, 
but I'm at the point now where I am getting ready to go land in permadeath and go look for them. And I thought, wasn't I supposed to, I, I, I felt like having to attack a freighter was part of getting to them. It's part of the quest that's coming, right? Where I have to go defend a freighter. I think so. Hmm. It's like, I want to say that was part of the autophage quest and I'm a little bit concerned because I haven't like had to fight anything with my permadeath character in a long time. And especially, I'm no good in a ship. So I am a little worried. Uh, are you flying an interceptor ship? I have one. I got an S-Class that I went and grabbed from uh, the coordinate exchange. Okay. Um, so, and it is, it's a really nice one, but I don't think I've got it geared out yet. So maybe I need to go focus on that. Yeah, just max out the weapons. <clears throat> so yeah, okay. Um, you know when when you have to do that fight with the uh, with the with the dreadnought where you have to fly down the the you know the little canyons and the uh, where their uh, guns and their uh, generators are. If you're in an, an interceptor, it makes it really easy because um, when you shoot a generator the first time, it explodes. But then very slowly, this core rises out of it and you've got to shoot that too. Um, so if you can just hover, um, you know, shoot it and you can usually hit a couple of them at a time and then just wait for the cores to pop up, take those out and then move on. Cause if you leave the cores, you know, there, you don't take out enough power. And so you just go down that, uh, that little channel, take that stuff out. And, uh, you could probably use rockets too, um, to blast okay. the, you know, the initial part of it and then follow up with a, uh, an Infernife. See, I was going to say a, uh, the Positron Ejector, but the Infernife would probably do better with it. Yeah, because you can you can um, kind of spray it like a hose. Um, so you okay. can throw you you know you can throw your little plasmid balls out um, in in a stream, so you can hit multiple targets um, from one position. Where with the positron, you've got to be right up next to it. Okay. So yeah, because that's... hit them one at a time. That's actually what I imagine I'd have to do was get really close. But, I mean, when it explodes, it would probably cause me damage. No. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. Um, all right. Hmm. But, so start at the back and, you know, follow the channel up to the front. And then you turn and there's one on the other side of the ship. And so you follow that one down to the back because as soon as you finish that, um, you've got to take out the engines. And so you want to be in position to, you know, you know, so that you're, you end up right at the engines and then you take those things out as quick as you can because they're going to try to warp away. Yeah, they usually get away on me. I think I've only managed to stop one. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> where I've, I've, I've. I had a successful one, and then I thought, okay, I've got this. I know how to work this one. 
Um, and then I got another one and yeah, no, he got away from me. All right. Well, I, all right. I'll have to, I definitely makes sense to, so that you end right there at the engines. Cause I think that's one of the things I messed up on is where I would start at the, I'd end up at the front, have to jet my way all the way back to the back. Yeah. And then I'd get like two of them knocked out before they just, they were gone. Yeah. All right. And then, yeah, I got my shields maxed out. I've got every possible shield module I can have. And I think I've got three of them sitting on supercharged modules. So I think I'm good there. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't, I've never really taken a lot of damage um, because most of the weapons are up above you um, and they don't, they can't really get you. Um, There's a turret at the, at each end of the, of the channel, uh, but you can take those out pretty quick. Okay. All right. Well, I will gear my ship up. It's fine, but it's, uh, it is so intense uh, you'll you, when you you'll at the end you'll feel that you're just just in a knotted ball because um, <laughs> it's it's just nuts and there's messages flying at you you know constantly because they're firing missiles at the uh, at the civilian ship um, right but you know there's nothing you can do about those you know if you chase those then you're not going to get the ship shut down in time and so the best thing to do is just go as quick as you can through those uh channels get them cleared out um and then get the engine engine done when you take out the last engine then the whole thing explodes and you're good to go okay all right well that's what i'll do then i mean i gotta have those shields on there anyway and and permadeath i just i baby the character yeah like that character seen a lot. Technically, it's supposed to be retired, and then every time a new expedition or new something comes out, it's like, oh, God, really? Like I just wanted to stand here and tend, <laughs> tend to my farms. That's all. That's what it usually does. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, the peaceful life. Yeah, it's got a freighter up in space that's mostly greenhouse, and that's where it usually does. But then it's like, you know, someone runs down the street holding a piece of paper and it's like, sir, we need you. We need you. There's something bad happening. I'm like, God damn it. All right. And he begrudgingly puts on his armor. That's what happens. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Fine, fine. I won't say that I'm looking forward to this fight. Like, this is me, not my character talking. I won't say that I'm looking forward to it just because it is my permadeath character and I'm always scared of, like, having to do that kind of stuff, especially with the space battles. Cause I'm terrible. Even with a controller, I'm terrible with these space battles, but I'm, I'm hopefully by next week, I'll have it done and be working on the moats there too. And then catching more shit from characters and Starfield. And that's where a lot of my time goes to. Yeah. Mine too. I just lost one of my characters. That was one of my favorites. And I'm like, I'm pretty pissed off. So <laughs> I didn't know that happens or can happen. I don't want to spoil anything, but I mean, it's been out for like three months now, but <laughs> you know, there's a part, if you've done that that far, you know, there's a part where you lose somebody that you like and I'm like, I'm real mad. Yeah. So I'm just kind of, I'm dedicated to hunting the hunter right now. That's what my character is doing is putting together. <laughs> like I'm, I'm real mad. There's a picture on the wall of his face. It's like I'm throwing <laughs> darts at it. I'm mad. Uh, 
I had a baguette sitting on my table in my because I had like every wine, nice looking wine bottle I could find and baguette. I had all kinds of baguettes laying around and during that fight, my baguettes are all over the place. I'm like kind of irritated about that. So it's just, you know, he's on my shit list. So that's what I'm doing. That's that's <laughs> all I talk about. Starfish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These, I don't see a lot of baguettes. Okay. And now they're all over the floor. I ain't eating a dusty baguette. That's disgusting. <laughs> That room's carpeted. I know there's shit just stuck everywhere. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, baguette crumbs. Iron filings from <laughs> what's-his-face. Iron filings from what's-his-face. Yeah, what's-his-name again? Vasco, yep. He doesn't, Vasco does he come like that far? Oil. I could see that. I He's don't know. gross. He probably does. Like, he probably walks around at night. His head looks like an Xbox Checks 360 Connect. <laughs> Yeah, I could see him doing that. <laughs> I walk up to him and he's like, Captain Don, hi. And I'm like, all right. And he starts saying something else before he's done talking. I'm already in my ship in the seat and ready to fly. <laughs> I ain't listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I've been doing. Just collecting the moats. That's it. Always a good time. It is. It is. I, I think I need to build a character just to get to that point now because I don't want to change the two characters I have too much. They're kind of in my head. This is what they're. they're this is how they are, and mm -hmm. I don't want to change them a lot. But so I feel like I need to start a character that's only that I don't care to change something else. Yeah, and I might make them all might, autophage. Make them all autophage, and I might go with like a permadeath oh. character that I already have. Change it to autophage. Find a desert world with worms. And then just see what kind of mischief I can get into. <laughs> um, so I I finished Starfield. Well, as finished as you can be for Starfield <laughs> for now. Um, so I had some time on my hands and I had a full day off today. Um, and I finally started getting caught up with my autophage stuff. You guys have been talking about moats and your staff. And I'm like trying to learn. But... It's not sticking because I don't know what's going on. So now I know what you're talking about. But I um that's how I knew what the um the polyphonic sound or whatever mm. polyphonic core was about. Because I just did it. Nice. Um but so I find my I find my first camp, like my first little autophage camp, and guy is stuck in the ground. <laughs> I just like I'm looking around and i'm like where the hell is he like the i can i talk to everybody where am i supposed to find him and i see this thing that looks like a shiny yellow turtle moving on the ground and i look down and sure enough he's glitched through the ground so um so i dug down and then you know and i talk to him and i'm like okay trying to have my chat and it's on like an aggressive sentinel planet. These Ouch. sentinels do not joke around right. and they travel in huge packs. So there's firestorms. So I'm I'm already taking damage cuz I haven't had a chance to to you know re up my 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 damage protection and the sentinels are coming. So I you know quick quick quick. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Got to go get you some stuff. Fine. 
<laughs> so I tunneled out and I built myself a platform using the terrain manipulator to land my ship on. And then I fly off and I do that stuff. I go, I had to get salt or something to build the hydraulic something or others. Things that look like, um, like the, like the nozzle at a gas station. So <laughs> I got those things built and I'm like, damn it, I have to go back. So I go back and I land and the sentinels come for me right away. And I dug down and this time I dug down too close to the dude. So he's just floating in the air at this <laughs> point. <laughs> floating you know and i'm beneath him and i'm like can i talk to his foot like i wonder if i can you can talk to the hand but you know can you talk to the foot <laughs> yeah i'm oh trying God, but you won't let me talk to him uh, so i get my terrain manipulator and i didn't realize i could build squares i've always build, been building circles like spheres this whole time so i switched it to square and i built us a little tiny cave so that we're protected from the sentinels and i built myself a little platform inside this cave <laughs> and i have my discussion with him and i'm like sweet okay yep Got the, and then he gives me the, he gives me like the, I don't know, like the leather handle or something, like the, the first part of the staff. And I'm like, sweet. And I get in the ship, sentinels are coming after me. I'm like, oh no, so I fly out. And then I look to see what I'm supposed to do next. And it's like, ask him about the handle. Are you freaking kidding me? I have to go back? <laughs> so I went all the way back. And, and again, Sentinels found me right away. I tunneled down into our little our little private cave. And I talked to him. And I'm like, dude, I'm leaving this cave here. I will build you a little opening. You can stay here for as long as you need to. Or you can leave. You know, up to you. Gave him a little exit. I talked to him. And I finally got got out of there so total total hellscape planet and then so it's like okay go talk to somebody else so i use my my you know my philharmonic whatever the polyphonic um and i i find another base and i get there and it's again another hellscape it's awful sentinels not so bad on this one but they're still pretty angry um, and, you know, as I'm trying to have discussions with this guy who was also under the ground, I don't know what's going on with them under the ground. Um, I had to, you know, excavate my friend to talk to him. And, um, and I knew what to expect at that point. So I knew to stick around and ask him questions. So, so far, I only have two of those parts built, but, um, I'm looking forward to getting the other parts built. Just why can't they be on a paradise planet? You know, <laughs> Nice. Uh, I feel kind of bad winds. because mine mine was on a planet that uh, in a uh, pirate system, and oh, so God. you know. Are you kidding me? It, as soon as any you know, uh. you know sentinel showed up, I just hop in my ship, fly up, shoot them dead, and and then uh, fly back down. I don't have to worry about the uh, the interceptors coming in from space. Dude. So. But yeah. yeah, it's the luck of the geck. I got nailed so hard. Yeah, that's brutal oh, when you have you know 
you know, not only is it a, a extreme, you know, weather planet, but then to have, you know, the, the violent sentinels too. Oof. They were freaking awful. You can lose them underground. Yeah. You know, but yeah, you've got to be pretty, but it you've got to be minute. pretty quick about it because they'll also, you know, fly into your cave and, and kill you. Yeah. Yes, they do. So this is my new, my new trick. This is like, um, like mole ratting version two or mole ratting plus plus is, um, is building, like digging down and then building yourself a dome of preservation with the terrain manipulator. And then when you have to leave, tunnel through the ground. And then I, I, both of them were on these like stupid cliffs in the middle of nowhere. So, um, so I tunneled out and then I used the terrain manipulator to build myself a platform hidden from the sentinels i could hear them sniffing on mm. the other side of the mountain and um and then i land the ship on the platform that i built so i can get in it and fly away yeah that's the flattening tool is my best friend that's some serious mole ratting skills right there yeah well that is next <laughs> desperation <laughs> <laughs> if there was like one of those, if there was a thing that popped up that says your mole rating skill is leveled up to, she would have already like maxed that shit. Yeah, for sure. It'd be done. Just dust and dirt. I got all my over mole rat badge. You know, have you ever <laughs> From seen the Gek Scouts? Have you ever seen that animated movie, um, Journey to I think it was Journey to Atlantis or whatever it was. The guy, mm. his name was his name was Mole, and he would just dig under the ground. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh he no, dug- I haven't seen that. Yeah, he, he. I think I want to say his name was Mole, and he would dig into the ground, and that's where he slept was under dirt. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about I'm all about underground life. Mole rats have it right, but mole rats can also teleport, right? The yeah. ones in Fallout can like, yeah. you know, come through glass and concrete. <laughs> well, can't one of them even talk? I mean, I think they've got powers we don't even know about. They probably do. Yeah. Is there a talking mole rat? I am absolutely sure there was a talking mole rat. And I think that's in New, New Vegas. Yes, New Vegas. I knew there oh, was one. Right. Snuffles. I remember Snuffles. I remember talking to that, having that conversation. I was like, what in the hell just happened? Because <laughs> it's never I've never talked to another mole rat in any of the other games. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, now you're talking to one. It's me. I'm the mole rat. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to getting caught up with this autophage stuff because I've been feeling like I'm um like I'm missing out. And it took the expeditions, the holiday expedition review, Redux 2.0 to uh <laughs> to get me going on on the stuff that I'd missed from from before that cuz I really need I need that other that other mask head thing mm, armor yeah whatever it's called robot head which one did you get the first time the saucer with buck teeth uh, or <laughs> the red one i went red i don't remember which one was which i just remember thinking both of them were kind of weird and i'll probably never use them because but i like that one that was really big like a saucer it's a big saucer that's the big saucer that's the one i got 
Um, so there's the Atlantid, uh, which is the purple one that uh, is the, you know, the color of the Atlantium. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, Crimson Head, uh, which is the one where you um, side with the Atlas. Uh, that's the, the red one with the three bars. I didn't have any other option. I think that's why I didn't do it. It just only gave me the option to. Uh, yeah, so you have to build list. both parts. Because um, uh, each each of the stories has its own final piece, um, and so you you know you finish based on which which of those parts that you built. If you build them both, you know then you can do the uh, the the save reload thing. Right. I was missing that crucial part or the other part. Yeah. So that'll be the, singu- the that'll part. be the singularity. Um, when that okay. Works. That's the one I'm going to redo. Yep. And that's what, like the, the 15th. 15th to the 22nd. Yep. Okay. I'm not on holiday yet then. Okay. Yeah. I'll figure it out. It's funny that we got the option to kind of like choose both sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of well yeah yeah you want to explore both yeah i mean i get it but it is fun that it's like in the end we got the option to just save it and reload it and go back which i mean it's like i guess it makes more sense than being like hey here's two noggins you get two brand new heads enjoy but i like it i like them both i did i did end up using one on one of my uh other characters so i might end up going like full o full on auto phase and using one of those weird heads because I got to tell you that the, the uh, what is it the construct body parts that we got with one of those heads, it's not proportional. It's <laughs> a lot of fun to see that giant big saucer head on top of that tiny little robot body. I'm so excited! <laughs> oh, do they teeter totter around? I really want that. I wish, but they do have a very robotic walk where the legs just kind of move, you know, mechanically. So it is not. It is fun to watch it. So speaking of um, speaking of funny walks in No Man's Sky, so the uh, the weekend mission, the Quicksilver mission, was to feed animals and or to tame to tame forty four creatures. I had that done in no time flat. Um, but I turn around. I have all these like I try to do it so that I'm I'm like tossing creature pellets. And trying to get as many animals to follow me at once. So I, I'm like walking with this huge like creature posse. And I feel like they're going to like break into song. I just, it's the thing I do. But um, I turn around and there's this, uh, the procedural generation just did this, did this creature dirty. They gave them really short legs. But it was like a jaguar with really short back legs and kind of like proto arms and he's trying to run but his butt's scooting on the ground and his little legs can't keep him up (laughs) and it was just the funniest little shuffle scoot and his little arms were just so ineffectual waving around in the air as he's walking on his back legs and it was a fun i should have taken a short clip i didn't because i was laughing too hard and i didn't think about it that sounds like how the dachshund is built. 
It you know if 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 a dachshund had a cat head, and um, <laughs> and shorter legs if you can believe it, and tried to walk upright. Hmm. That would be it. Did you take a picture of this thing? No, I should have. Because hmm. it's like yeah. I've got two images. One of them is really nice and kind of funny and cuddly, and the other one, like almost like an overweight corgi. And then the <laughs> other one is very much David Lynch meets. It was. It was. <laughs> you know what? It was. It was kind of between between cute dachshund and David Lynch. Like it just seemed like a. It seemed like a. A cruel joke on this poor creature. Was it aggressive? No. It's just <sighs> kind of trouncing around with its as as best as it could trounce. That's something else's lunch. That's a shame. Tiny little the legs were like if you can imagine what a skedaddle looks like. They were <laughs> skedaddling. <laughs> like Mr. Krabs. <laughs> they were so small. That's what I'm pitching, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Just moving really fast, but not going very far at all because they're so tiny. And then kind of wobbling forward because he can't, like, you know, hold his upper weight. Yeah, it was good. Sad. It was sad. good. Good times. Good times well, with procedural generation. Wait, did you scan it? Yes. Yes, I did. Hologram. Oh, I can find it that way. Hologram. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do <laughs> hey, it. Yeah, I thought about that. My dog is barking. I might throw on the VR sure. headset just okay. so I can look at that thing up close. <laughs> Crusher wanted to be on the podcast too, so she's barking. Uh -huh. Thank you, Crusher. Um, she thinks uh, that um, she thinks she was really, really glad yeah. that I scanned it, um, and that's why she was, yeah. you know, chiming in. Does she want to be a host? We can. She's a regular Bob Barker. Oh, Butcher, Baker, and Crusher in space. Barker. She's already a Butcher, Baker, Candlemaker, Barker. Oh, Barker. <laughs> I already missed. It's too long now. <laughs> butcher, Baker, Barker, and Candlemaker in space and if also on land. Yeah. B-B-C-B-I-S-S-S. But uh, speaking of VR, so there was one little um, tidbit in the uh, in the redo update. Um, so they added uh, left-handed control uh, for VR. So now, if you're in VR, you can switch uh, over to left-handed if you're if you're a left-handed person, and you know, control, uh, your multi-tool and all that kind of stuff, uh, from the, uh, from the right hand or from the left hand side instead of the right. Well, that's cool. That's really cool. Oh. So, hmm. yeah, these guys never stop. No, well, they I, don't. I'm hoping, cause I know that they, okay. The rumor mill is that the next, version of the Steam Deck that's going to be coming, or not the next version of the Steam Deck, but there's something called the Steam Deckard, um, which they, is going to be VR capable. And if they do a headset, if they come out with a VR, like a, a, a headset that you wear where everything's built into it, man, that's where I'm going. Like, I will just be playing 
No Man's Sky in VR from now on. Yeah. Because, man, yeah. I got Steam, yeah, Steam has, a, has a VR headset. Yeah, but I ain't. It's the most expensive headset, uh, you know, uh, available that's, on the market. That's the one thing. The, that's the <laughs> other thing is that I'd have to, like, buy a whole bunch of other peripherals to connect to my deck. And if it's on the deck, I'd have to run it in, like, the lower. Like, for VR, you got to run things a little lower on, on the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. And like, as I've streamed it, I've done it. It works. You just got to do a bunch of setup. If I'm going to go that route, then I want something that at least run on like, you know, high resolution. And I feel like that's not there yet with the, de- with the Dex technology. But I mean, fingers crossed. I'm hoping for it. Cause if they come out with like, I oh, mean, this is going to be straight up ready player one over here. That's all I'm going to be doing is just headset <laughs> sitting on. I might, I might get better nice. flying this ship if I can actually control it from the inside. Uh, so just looking at the uh, the cartographer's uh, rewards. Uh, so the golden vector isn't the only amazing thing that we got in that. Uh, we got two winged jetpacks. Um, we got the right. jetpack bubble trail. And the feasting cask helmet. Yeah. Right. So okay, if you want to be a worm face. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Oh, oh, can we use, imagine the worm head with like all robot body? Man, that's gross. <laughs> Do it, Jen. <laughs> yeah, robot worm. I can't wait it. to see pictures of this in in the Discord with just oh, isn't it beautiful? <laughs> Is that how I sound? <laughs> That's how you describe things that are disgusting. I don't think that's oh, how your yeah. voice well, sounds. Gorgeous. That's my generic girl voice. But that is how you sound when you describe things that should be put inside of a blender. <laughs> They're gorgeous. They are. Kill it with fire. Kill it with plasma. Use like nuclear forces. <laughs> Nuke it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Glass the planet. That's what I was it. Uh, aliens, where she says that, just glass the planet. Just do that. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. So, uh, everybody, get out there and and do your redos, and we'll catch you next time. Space doo doo. <laughs> See you in space and or on land. Doing. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Butcher, Baker, and Candlemaker in Space. Find more information about the show on Twitter at BBCISSS or ASAPodcasting.com. The Butcher, the Baker, and the Candlemaker.